Yo, guys, what's happening? Episode 15 of the Double Nickel Sports Podcast. You're listening to it because I'm talking about it. I'm your host, John Hom. And today I talked about a lot of the injuries that happened in the NFL this week. Went over the games, went over the games in the MLB, uh, the conference finals, and the Stanley Cup. So let's get to it. What's up, guys? It's me, just me, episode 15 on the Double Nickel Sports Podcast. What's going on, everybody? It's Tuesday, um, September 22nd, so fall is officially here. Uh, Still feels freaking hot in Arizona. I think we're at 100, so above 100 yesterday. Uh, It's a little cloudy today. We'll see what happens. But did you guys have a good weekend? I did. Uh, let's see. It was pretty relaxing. Uh, what did I do? So Saturday, um, uh, watched a lot of college football on Saturday, actually. That was fun. Uh, watched a lot of the Pitt-Syracuse game. And I was at work, so I worked to one to five. It wasn't too bad at all. I got a lot of reading done. Actually, finished the book. That was good. And then Sunday, of course, watched all – Football all damn day. I watched about five games. So I had my laptop streaming a game, then I had my TV streaming a game. So I watched, yeah, five games. Um, it's a tough day in the NFL, man. A lot of injuries to some big name guys. It's crazy. I'll get in, I'll get into those injuries um, and who got them if you guys haven't heard yet. Um, but yeah, it was just a great day. My Steelers won. I was watching the Pittsburgh game. Um, and the Arizona-Washington game. I watched the uh, Chargers-Chiefs game. That was a really good game, uh, really close game. And I just realized I've said game probably like 20 times already, but whatever. And then Pat Seahawks, that was a good matchup, really good game. But just a great weekend. Monday, yesterday, I just had work. And I'm off from school this week, so that's good. Just got work. I go on about 12.30, 1 o'clock, get a lift in and, you know, work, uh, practice and, you know, get home at night. So that's kind of my schedule. I don't know why I just told you that, but now you know what I do. So I think today I'm I'm just going to talk about – I'm going to go over the scores from week two and – yeah, just the usual stuff. We got the standing cup, cup happening. Game two happened the other night. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. So I'll start with just run through the scores. So last week, me and Brandon were on. Shout out to him. Uh, great guy, great guest. Love him, miss him. But we finished by talking about the Thursday night game. Uh, Browns, Bengals. Browns won. That was a good game, 35-30. to 30. Uh, we talked about that last time. Baker threw through for two tutties and a pass to Nick Chubb. Um, and he had two scores as well. So good for the Browns. Hopefully they get it going, get it rolling. All right. Now for the Sunday games. Pittsburgh Steelers are 2-0. Let's go. Big Ben looking good. Uh, they won against the Broncos 26-21. to Very dominant day. Um, 
the defense had seven sacks. Uh, quarterback Drew Locke for the Broncos got knocked out. All right, he got knocked out, but he got knocked out of the game. Uh, so he's, I think he's, he's one of the injuries on that I'm going to talk about later. He's got, I think, a sprained AC joint, so he'll be out a couple weeks. Um, Pittsburgh still uh, had some dumb mistakes, some silly penalties. Uh, Minka had some dumb penalties, a pass interference. Uh, I think I had, he had like a late hit, I think, two. Uh, dumb penalty on special teams, blocking the back on Deontay's return that caught, got called back. So uh, it's good that the Steelers can, you know, withstand the dumb penalties and silly mistakes and still win a game. That's encouraging. So, I mean, across the league, even though it's pretty good football, better than I've expected, you can still tell that, like, no one's where they should be right now, obviously, because no preseason. So, performances look like a preseason game, pretty much. Like, this should be week two of the preseason. So, that's what the kind of mistakes are popping up here and there. But it's good that Pittsburgh's kind of rolling through them, and they're, you know, I hope they can just withstand. I'm worried about the offense more so than the defense across the whole season, just because you know Ben was out a whole year and with no preseason at all, he's you know still trying to get rolling. Um, but the defense is just solid. You know, they have a contending Super Bowl contending defense for sure. Broncos. Um, you know, Drew Driscoll was in there after Locke got hurt. I think his name is Drew Driscoll. But I think he did pretty well um, for being a backup. They just signed Blake Bo- Blake Bortles, actually, uh, to, I think to a one-year deal. So I'm sure he'll, he's going to be the starter or the backup. I don't know. But, yeah. All right, so for this game, Giants-Bears, I picked the Giants to win. But they lost, obviously. I think I'm just going to talk about the injuries as I go through the games. I'll probably make the most sense. But the Bears beat the Giants 17-3 at, at Soldier Field. Bears are now 2-0. Good for them. Uh, Giants lost Saquon, man. It's a big, big hit for the Giants. Uh, you got, like, what do you guys do now? Like, I'm Giants fans, I'm sorry. Ethan Sherwood, my guy. Giants fan, I'm sorry, buddy. I don't know. What you guys are going to have hope for now, I mean, Danny Jones, he's been okay. He's not like, I don't know. He hasn't wowed anybody. Um, Giants didn't score at all during the first half. Uh, they scored. They got a field goal in the third, and they got 10 points in the fourth. So, it's rough. Rough for the Giants. Uh, two, probably the two worst football teams in the NFL right now are in New York with the Jets and the Giants. So, not too great. Bears, I don't know how I feel about them yet. I mean, they did all their scoring in the first half, got 10 points in the uh, in the first, uh, scored a touchdown in the second quarter. Uh, and scoreless in the second half, so I don't know. So we'll just have to wait on them. But sucks for Saquon. He tore his ACL. Uh, so he's going to be out for the year, along with a couple other guys across the league. But. Yeah, that's the game for that. What a, I didn't watch this game. I wish I did, though. But the Cowboys beat the Falcons 40-39. to 39. What a game. I was actually – I thought the Cowboys were going to stomp on the Falcons. Um, you know, they're 
Cowboys were at home, AT&T Stadium. Um, but the Cowboys, uh, but the Falcons put up 29 in the first half. So they were up 29 to 10 going into halftime. Uh, and then you go, the Falcons, you know, they blew it again. They, this is their biggest blown lead since the Super Bowl against the Patriots. They blew a 28-3 lead. So the uh, Falcons lost by one point. 439. <laughs> Falcons are owned to. Matt Ryan has never gotten owned to in his career. And then the Cowboys, man. Uh just some they just stuck to it. I'm still I'm concerned about their defense still. Their defense is not there. They got some glaring holes in their defense. Uh, you know, Clayton Van uh Van Der Esch. Um I don't think his name's Clayton. Anyway, whatever. I think I talked about him, Van Der Esch. Uh, last week well, on the brand episode, um, I think he, yeah, he broke his collarbone, so he's going to be out. I feel like, is Sean Lee still there? Anybody? I don't know. He's been there a while. I think he's always hurt, though. But Cowboys offense getting there. I think this year, I'm going to say this, everybody, so don't freak out, but I don't totally hate the, hate the Cowboys anymore. Yeah, I think I'm more like – Root for Dak to do well. I like Dak. You know, I feel bad for him because he like his brother committed suicide over the off season, so he's been struggling with that obviously. So it sucks. But yeah, um, where was I going with that? Yeah, so I don't hate the Cowboys anymore. I can't really tell you why. I just feel like they're just like another average ass team that like, you know, they're not really a threat. I think that's why. But anyway, I'm sorry, guys, if you're a Falcons fan. I mean, what do you do? I mean, your team you can't hang on the leads. That's a problem. Like, who do you blame there? The players? You blame the coach? I mean, you got to blame the players, right? I don't know. I mean, blowing, you give up a 19-point lead. Jeez, nuts. Any given Sunday, man. That's the truth. Okay. All right, Packers, Lions game. When I first I was, uh, I saw that I think the the Lions were up, like, what were they up, like fourteen nothing at one point. I was like, okay, all right. Packers ended up smoking them, forty two twenty one, uh, second consecutive game where the Packers scored over forty points. So they're rolling like crazy. They're always scary. I can say that I don't like like I hate the Packers more than I hate the Cowboys at this point. Just because they're really good. I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but yeah, yeah. Lions are own two. Packs Owen. Uh, Packs are two and zero. Oh. Did did expect the Lions to put up more of a fight though. I feel like they they can give the Packers some trouble. Um, kind of like the Dolphins can can give the Patriots some trouble when they're in Miami. So that's all I got to say about that, though. Not too much. Titans beat the Jags 33-30. to Jaguars aren't as bad as I thought this year. Gardner Minshew, uh, Minshew the second, uh, passed for 340 yards with three touchdowns. Um, that was a close game, though. I didn't even watch any replays or any of the game itself, so I don't really know too much what happened. But, you know, both teams are okay. Titans 2-0. Oh. 
Colts got their first W against the Vikings. I really expected the Vikings to win this game. I picked them going in. Vikings are 0-2. Phil Rivers gets his first W as a Colt, going 19 for 25, 214 yards, one touchdown. So good for him. Uh, Let's see who else we got. So the Bills beat the Dolphins. Yep, I picked the Bills. Bills are going to be good this year. Um. I don't know if they can beat the Pats, man, with the way the Pats are playing. They're super good. Even with Cam Newton, I think they're going to figure it out throughout the year and be even better. But Josh Allen, he's got a cannon for an arm, uh, slinging it, four touchdowns, 417 yards, uh, completed 24 of 35 passes. Looks good. Put, uh, Dolphins put up 28 points, which is actually encouraging. Um, also, Stephon Diggs for Buffalo, wide receiver. He got eight receptions, 153 yards, and a touchdown. Sweet. Alrighty, 49ers. Most probably well known for their amount of guys that got hurt during this game. They won 31 to 13. And man, they lost everybody. Let me get to see if I can find that. Who they lost. I know Joey uh Nick Bosa went out with a torn ACL. Um uh Garoppolo is out with a high ankle sprain. Solomon Thomas, another big D lineman, went out with a torn ACL. Uh, D Ford was already out before that with a neck strain or something like that, neck something. But I think they lost like seven guys, which is totally crazy. I'll get into them more of the injuries later. I can't find it right now, but I'll get into it. I'm just trying to look for them right now. But, yeah, that was, a, that was a crazy game. I guess a lot of the 49ers guys were complaining about the turf um, at MetLife. But Steelers and Giants played there last Monday, and they didn't complain about anything. So, I don't know what's happening. I think just because it was just a lot of injuries that day. Crazy, man. All right, yeah. Nick Bosa, Tony CO. DeForest Buckner. Yeah, he's with the Colts, yeah. Yep. Yeah, D Ford missed the game with a neck injury. Scrolling, 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 scrolling. Jim Garoppolo, yep, high ankle sprain. He'll be out a couple weeks. Oh, Raheem Mostert, running back. Yeah, sprained MCL. That's that's a couple weeks easy. Knee stuff, man. You don't mess with knee stuff. It's nuts. Okay. Well, those are pretty much the big ones for the 49ers, so we'll see what they can do. They're one-on-one. Rams smoking the Eagles 37-19. Rams are legit this year, I think. Keep an eye on them. They had, uh, I think Higby had a good time. He's the tight end for the Rams, pretty sure, over 89. I usually got a good grasp on the tight ends uh, in the league. So I think Higby's, yeah. He had a good day. Uh, Jared Goff went 20 for 27, three touchdowns. Cooper Cup had five receptions. All right. Eagles, man, I don't know what's going on. But I did heard I heard that like the fake crowd noise, like they were pumping in booze for Carson Wentz because they were sucking. So 
not great. Not great. I should read up more on the Eagles, see what's going on with them. All right, Buccaneers and the Panthers. Tom Brady got his first W with the Panthers, 31 for 17. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater for the Panthers had two uh, interceptions. Can't have that. Hard to win games when you're losing the turnover battle. Did you know that, guys, that if you win the turnover battle 70% of the time, you're going to win the game? Fun facts. Leonard Fournette, he had a good day, over 100 yards, two touchdowns. So, good for the Bucs. They're getting rolling. I think Bruce Aarons was putting more of what Tom Brady likes into the offense, a little short passes. Bruce Aarons' style of offense is just moving the ball down the field as far as we can, like as quickly as we can, or not quickly, but just moving the ball down the field where Tom Brady's more short passes, more dick and dunk dunks, uh, type stuff. So, we saw more of that this week. So, I think that definitely helped. Cardinals-Washington game. Cardinals, man, they dominated this game 30-15. I thought Washington was going to take it. But, you know, Cardinals showed that they're definitely, uh, you know, they got it this year. They're definitely better. Uh, Kyler's taking his sophomore year jump and is tearing it up, man. I, one of the analysts on NFL Network described him as, as, a, uh, as a laser pointer just because I was darting and, you know, shooting around the field with his legs and, man, He's so quick. It's crazy. Kenyon Drake had 20 carries, 86 yards, and Kyle Murray had a little over 280 yards. So, sweet. Watch out for the Cardinals. They're 2-0. and I think the first time they've been 2-0 since 2015. All right. Chiefs, Chargers. This was a game, game of the day. Game of the day, definitely. Uh, Watch this whole game. Uh, Chiefs now 2 0, Chargers 1 1, uh, Chiefs 1 23 20. But man, this was a close ass game the whole way. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, quarterback for the Chargers, uh, went inactive and couldn't play and aggravated a chest injury, I think, it, with his ribs pregame, like during the warm ups. Uh, so, so Justin Herbert. Um, who beat Wisconsin, I think, last year in uh, the Rose Bowl, I want to say. Some bowl. Anyway, he was at Oregon. He started instead. He did so well. I was very surprised. Did really well. This guy's huge. He's 6'5". Big guy. Big kid. We went 22 for 33, 311 yards, and one touchdown in the loss. Uh, um, what else is good? So... The Chargers, their defensive line, their defense altogether got to Mahomes. Mahomes on the ground a lot during the game, which is, you know, good to see. Um, but, you know, what saved the Chiefs was their kicker, Bucker. Uh, he hit two 58-yard field goals in the game and won an OT to win it. Uh, but just a great game back and forth. Very tough fought game overall. Uh and one thing I definitely saw was, you know, the lack of preseason was hitting hard. Conditioning-wise, a lot of these guys were gassed. I could see on their faces. Um, for example, Joey Bosa, uh, Nick Bosa's old brother, D. Lyman for the Chargers was just gassed. You see in his face, it was all red. He was huffing and puffing. And I saw that in the past game, too, with Julian Edelman. I mean, he was exhausted, too, so it's crazy. Speaking from experience, guys, there's nothing that will get you in shape more for a football game than actually playing football. 
you like game playing games will get you in game shape and like really there's no other way around it it's kind of stupid um boss you can do as many sprints as you want there's just nothing like being in the game to get you that can level of conditioning um yeah great game ravens texans ravens are gonna be a problem this year for sure 33 to 16 they beat the texans uh, deshaun and the texans are own two now ravens two and oh Ooh, watch out, man. Ravens are going to be tough, definitely. I mean, I don't think the Steelers can beat them right now. Steelers got the Texans this coming week. Texans are a good team, though, I think. I think this is going to be their toughest game. But, yeah, you know, Lamar is doing Lamar. Same thing. Another great game, Sunday night, primetime. We had the Seahawks and the Pats, Cam Newton and Russell. I want to say... My condolences to James White, running back for the Patriots and his family. I guess the night of the game, uh, his family, his his mother and father were in a car accident in Miami uh, where his father did not survive. His mother uh, was in critical condition in the hospital. Don't really know too much about her now. Hopefully she pulls through doing all right. Um, But James White went inactive for the game, obviously. Uh, It's just terrible to hear about that stuff. Um, but that was a really close game. Um, we've seen so many close games between these two teams. Uh, last couple years ago, Sunday night, uh, that was a good game. And then the Super Bowl, obviously. But these are all always tight games, no matter who's playing. You know, Russell, so good. I've ne- has never even had an MVP vote, which I thought was very, like, insane to have. He- he's so good. Like, man. I always pick the Seahawks to have a to make it deep in the playoffs, no matter what, just because of Russell. He's so good. Anyway, Julian Edelman, he had a good game, eight receptions for 179 yards. Um, like I mentioned, he was feeling the effects of no preseason. He was gassed, but uh, he did very well. Chris Carson for the uh, running back for the Seahawks had 72 yards. But overall, it was a great game. Um, you know, it was even at half, tie game at half. Um, and then a crazy uh, last-minute goal line stand for the Seahawks. You know, stop came at the line, and they, they held on to win. So that was just a good game. And then last night, Raiders – I was very surprised by this. Raiders – Las Vegas Raiders breaking in their new stadium, Allegiant Stadium. It looks like the Death Star out there. It looks amazing, beautiful. Can't wait to be there. Got to go visit but anyway, they beat the Saints 34-24. Uh, you could tell that the Saints were missing Michael Thomas, uh, wide receiver. Uh, it was a really good game, though. Uh, the uh, Raiders have a really big tight end. I think he's 6'7", 250. Uh, Darren Waller, big guy. Definitely the fastest tight end in the league. He's going to be a problem in this league for sure. He had 12 receptions for 103 yards and one touchdown. And then Drew Brees, yeah, he was all right. He did. He went. He had 26 completions, 300 yards, and one touchdown. But very surprised by the Raiders. Uh, they're two and zero now, and they're one and zero at home. So there you have it, guys. That's the that's the weekend schedule. Let me just go over any injuries that I missed. Sound. I don't like that sound. Alrighty. 
Will Fuller, wide receiver for the Houston Texans, went down with a hamstring injury. Let's see. Joe Note, boom guard for Los Angeles, uh, Los Angeles Rams, went down with a calf injury. Bruce Irvin, DN for the Seattle Seahawks, went down with a knee injury. Caleb McGarry, OT, tackle for the Atlanta Falcons, went down with a sprained MCL. Uh, Parrish Campbell, um, this morning I read that he, I think he messed up. He's, I don't know if he tore or just sprained his PCL um, and his MCL, I think. But he's going to be definitely gone for a couple of weeks. Um, uh, Isaac Siomalu Gar for the Philadelphia Eagles went down. Brandon Linder for the Jags went down. Anthony Barr for the Vikings went down with a shoulder injury. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, Ty, uh, Taylor, like I mentioned before, went down with the chest injuries. I think he went to the hospital, but I think everything's all good, so that's awesome. And then, yeah, Raheem Mozart, Byron Jones for the Dolphins went down. Anybody else for notable? Malik Hooker. Safety for the Indianapolis Colts towards Achilles. Man, all these are serious injuries for the most part. Like, torn ligaments, they're bad news. They'll take you out for the whole season. And I was thinking, you know, you think, I wonder if these injuries have to be attributed to maybe, you know, lock preseason. Maybe not. Like, the bot, like starters not, like, progressively getting more and more reps, you know, as opposed to what they would have been through like in a normal preseason, you know, just stuff to think about. Okay, that's the NFL. I'm gonna move on and give you guys updates in the MLB. So, like I said before, a couple maybe two episodes ago, uh, the playoffs are gonna be in a bubble format, primarily primarily played in Texas and California. And also, uh, fuck, lost my train of thought. I forget. Oh yeah, so like the season, it's like I think this 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 week, the rest of this week wraps up the season, which is crazy. Like sixty games ends after this season, after this week, and then playoffs start, baby. So let's get into the games from last night. Angels took uh, took down the Rangers eight to five. Jared Walsh's hit his first grand slam. And then that power of the Rangers passed the uh, power of the Angels passed the Rangers. Nationals took the game against the Phillies five to one. Uh, Indians beat the White Sox seven to four. Ramirez homers. Jose Ramirez. Indians closing on the playoff spot, uh, getting closer to that top seed. Chicago White Sox. Indians currently thirty and twenty four. White Sox thirty four and twenty. Still got that first seed locked up. As they aren't going anywhere. Big series for the Blue Jays and the Yankees. Uh, right now, Yankees are four games up, I, I believe, to the Blue Jays. So, uh, for that, I think, second or third playoff spot. Uh, and they're in the same division, so the Blue Jays can catch the Yankees. That would be that'll mean big things in the standings. So, Blue, Blue Jays took this game 11-5. Uh, rookie Alejandro Kirk uh, became the ca- uh, first catcher at 21 years of old, uh, 21 years of age. Uh, besides, since Johnny Bench, who's a legendary Reds catcher, um, with at least, I think, a homer in his first at bat, I believe. No, I think, what were the stats? I don't know. I can't get this to load. Whatever. 
Anyway, Alejandro Kirk, he never played above like single A, and then he got called up and just was hitting bombs. Oh, no, he went four for four in his first appearance with a home run. So I think that was the first one, first catcher to do that since Johnny Bench. All right, Reds took a game from the Brewers. Reds are heating up finally. Let's go, Reds. Eugenio Suarez, homers, Reds win. I think they're in the playoffs now. Let's go. Yep, they got, they're above 500, 28-27. Let's go, Reds. They're getting the playoffs, man. Watch out. They got a good starting rotation. Watch out. Cubs blanked the Pirates five to nothing. Lester Cruz's man, uh, he scattered four hits over six innings, and then just smoked the Cubs. I think John Lester is going to retire at the end of this year. He said earlier that in the week that he most likely played his last home game in a Cub uniform. So we'll see what that means. Braves beat the Marlins five to four. Uh, Austin Riley for the Braves. He had a two-run double. Uh, and, like, overall, there's a wild first inning. So, Braves, uh, Braves get the win. Let's see, Tampa beat New York. The Mets, that is. Lau homers. Um, you know, Rays just scoop past uh, the best pitcher in the, in the league. Jacob DeGrom, they won two-to-one. Uh, even though DeGrom has 16 Ks, 16 strikeouts, which is crazy. Royals beat the Cardinals 4-1 to one, uh, in a rally, late rally. Mariners beat the Astros 6-1. to one. Big win for the Mariners. Big win. Uh, and the Rockies last night, I was watching a little bit of that, beat the Giants 7-2. to Kevin Pillar, Marquez, both homers, I believe. Uh and yeah, Herman Marquez. Yep. Let's see. Yeah, Red Sox were off. I think they're playing tonight. I think playing the Orioles, maybe. But yeah, that's what's happening in the MLB world. Playoffs starting soon. Let's go. Stanley Cup. I know a lot of you don't really care about hockey too much, but trying to get into it more. Trying to get into it more. Stanley Cup playoffs. Tampa. Bay evens the series last night. Uh, so I think game three would be tomorrow, I believe. I don't really have too much to say about this, guys, honestly. Don't really fall too hockey that closely. But I feel like if Tampa Bay, if the Lightning win the Cup, then I think the Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays just have to win the World Series. What a story that would be. What a story. All right, let's see what we got written down in the notes here. I always write a couple of notes before I do this, cover what I want to cover. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure you guys have seen that three coaches, three head coaches in the NFL, Pete Carroll, the Denver head coach, and uh, the Niners head coach, were all fined $100,000. And their teams were fined also, bringing the total to a million dollars for not wearing their masks on Sunday. So I, I thought about this, guys. Okay. So first of all, I get it. I understand why you got to be maxed up for the game. And I understand why the league doesn't like it. But then again, one side of it, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. Because, well, let me tell you what. 
all the players are not masked up, right? Players can play like a foot from each other, like the line of scrimmage, like they're lining up inches away from each other without masks. They're tackling each other and they're coming back to the sideline. And, you know, coaches are hugging them. They're giving themselves high fives. They're on the bench together. They're hanging out. They're close together in huddles, whatever. Everyone's so close to each other. Why does it matter or not if the freaking coach got to wear masks? You know, seriously. Everyone who's in that stadium from the fan, uh, from almost said fans, there's zero fans, but from the coaches to the players to the cameramen to the announcers uh, to the stadium workers, like to the maintenance guys, everyone in that whole stadium needs to get tested before they get into the stadium. Makes sense? So there's a 0% chance of COVID being there. So, and plus, the coaches are far, far away from any of that. And like any of the, uh, you know, outside, they're on the field, obviously, around players that aren't wearing masks. So what's the big deal, really? I don't understand why they need to find the coaches for not wearing a mask when the coach, when the player right next to him isn't wearing a mask. I don't know, yo. But like, listen, like, I totally get it. Why? Because COVID, blah blah blah. But you do all this testing to have sports and to be into play that close. Like football is obviously a contact collision sport, and you're hitting someone every single play. People are laying on each other. They're face-to-face -face with each other. And those players are coming back to the sideline and talking to the coach. So if, we're, if we can have, you know, if we can have protocols in place to play sports like that, to play football, you know, why do we need our coaches to have masks on the field? You know? Like, I get it after the game, yes. As soon as you leave the field, put it on. That's fine. But during the game, I don't see a need for that. I don't see a need. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Yeah, now it's different if you have fans, I believe, right? But then again, there's no way they're letting a positive, like a fan with a positive test in the stadium. Like they're getting, I'm sure they're getting temperature checked and all that stuff before. I don't know. It's a little silly that they got fined for that. Oh, yeah. Also, after the game, they, like, you know, football does the usual thing. Like, everyone meets the half field and say, good job, yeah, good job, man, you're the man, congrats, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's, like, kind of hugging, you know, bro hugging, slapping hands, talking to each other real close. But at the beginning of the year, they banned, like, jersey swapping. Like, really? Come on. Like, we, we can still go up and hug each other after the game, but we can't give you, like, swap jerseys for, like, that would take five seconds. Come on. Oh, it just makes me piss because it's just so stupid. Like, there's no reason for that. Like, if we're not going to swap jerseys, then we can't meet in half field because we're basically going to talk. I don't know. It's just ridiculous to me. But those are my thoughts on that. If you have some takes, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter in the DMs. I get your thoughts on the pod. All right. I got to – man, Brandon's going to come back on because we got to talk about this NASCAR thing. I heard that Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan are starting a racing team. I heard that. And Bubba Wallace is going to be their new driver. I saw Brandon share a post about that you know, with some puke emojis, so I'm guessing he doesn't like it. Uh, yeah. I just got to say, I don't know really too much about that. 
but yeah, NASCAR playoffs. Let's go. MJ Hamlin to field a team. Interesting, interesting. And Danny Hamlin joining our Shadow Horns owner. Oh, yeah, by the way, MJ owns the Hornets he has for a while. The best players in the world make the worst owners. Facts. Well, that's why the best players make the worst coaches. Because, you know, you're naturally gifted. So you don't have to really, you don't understand the work ethic of like a, an average player and what goes into being great because you're already great, you know? Just a little sad piece there. But I'm reading this article. Let's see what we got. Yeah, Bubba Walls is going to be the driver. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The partnership was announced Monday night. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, historically, NASCAR has struggled, struggled with diversity facts, and there have been a few black owners. Yes, this team, this timing seemed perfect as NASCAR is evolving, embracing social change. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just get Brandon back on to get his thoughts about this. Because I don't know anything about it. So NASCAR Cup Series for 2021. Interesting. All right, guys, boys and girls, ladies and gents, fellas, what else we got? Oh, basketball. Got to talk about basketball. But before I do that, I have something else about the Red Sox and Yankees game that happened two days ago, Sunday night. I didn't watch it because I was watching football. But I guess it's fan. So, obviously, there's no fans allowed in Fenway Park, right? But I guess this fan climbed the back of the Green Monster and got to the top, right? And was standing on the Green Monster and just shouting. This guy was obviously crazy. Like, he had some teeth missing. He's some older guy. It was crazy. But he got up and he was yelling, like, I'm Spider-Man. It was like, freedom, freedom from the top of the monster. And everyone's just looking at him like, what the fuck, dude? How did you get up there? And he was down like, so Michael Chavis, first baseman for the uh, Red Sox, he hit two home runs that game. So he looks at Chavis and he goes, hey, 24, you're no Michael Jordan. <laughs> it was just so crazy. Like, people looked so confused and were like, what the hell, dude? How did you get up there? He climbed over the back of the monster. So if you've never been or drove, uh, driven by Fenway Park in Boston, there's nothing but highway. It's like, it's like a wall, you know, and there's highway and like a small bridge that kind of goes across. But how do you get up there? Seriously. Like, I don't know if he put a ladder up. But, yeah, and he said he said he was Spider-Man. He said freedom a bunch of times. He said, Michael Shavish, you're not Michael Jordan, which obviously is true. All right, guy, you, you got him there. He said, he said, Boston loves New York. Uh, he said, uh, he said, like, 9-11, never forget, never forget the Boston Marathon. So, I mean, he said all the, he said great things. He didn't say anything weird. I mean, besides the fact, you know, he was, he said he was Spider-Man. I wish, I guess you are for climbing that wall. That's fucking, that's freaking crazy, man. Good for you. But yeah, I don't know if he was just loopy, drugged out, or just a psycho. But I guess they apprehended him and they went straight to like a psychiatric facility or a hospital just to be like, what the heck's up with this guy? But Fenway, 
up your security, dude. What the heck? How's this happen? Like, thankful, like, good thing this guy didn't have, like, a bomb or, like, a fucking gun. That have been scary as hell. Like, this was, a, like, a, a, like a, a nice, crazy guy. Like, what if it was, like, super scary? What if he was, like, anti-Yankees and started, like, shooting people? That would have been fucking nuts. That would have been horrible. But, yeah, guys, go check out the video of that. It's on everywhere. Just look it up. Just, like, crazy guy on top of Fenway Wall. It's, it's, it's like, it's weird. It's nuts. Yeah, the guy had no teeth. He was missing some teeth, at least. But, yeah. Anyway, back to the basketball. Oh, tonight is game two of the Western Conference Finals. Anthony Davis hit the winning shot uh, for game two to put the Lakers up 2-0 against the Nuggets. I think the Lakers are going to take this, take this series easily. Um, I think the Nuggets may get one game, um, but I think it's going to be Lakers-Celtics. Uh, NBA Finals, um, and I think honestly, guys, in my heart, I think the Lakers are gonna win that all, win it all this year, just because of like Kobe passing away. It just feels right for the Lakers to win, you know. Obviously, I want my Celtics to win with all, all my heart, but just like universe wise, I think the Lakers are gonna gonna win it all. But yeah, game two tonight, uh, and then. Let's see here. Yeah. Boston Heat play. Um, game four, Wednesday night. Uh, heat up two games to one. Boston finally turned it around, so we'll see what's happening there. Uh, Tatum and Brown got to have another good game. Got defense, got to step it up as always. All right. Uh, we'll see what happens, guys. Do I have anything else? I'm just kind of a long one by myself. I'm surprised. Um, from the, I'm just writing a little notes. I reading little notes I got here. I wrote Drew Brees hairline sucks. Yep, it's going back. Sorry, Drew. And yeah, guys, I think I'm, I'll probably about do it. Hmm. I did see on my TV uh, that the Tour de France is happening right now. I think they're on stage twenty something. So. That's crazy sport. Cycling. Jeez. Those guys are crazy. Endurance. I watched the documentary on Lance Armstrong on ESPN. Um, that was good. Go check that out. Let's talk about his life and, like, obviously his, like, doping and his cancer and all that stuff. So, that's a good story. Good stuff. I don't mind Lance. He's an asshole. But I like him. You gotta be an asshole to be like the best in the world, I think. Like you can't have like a what was me kind of attitude. You gotta be like, I'm the best. <sighs> For college anyway, um looking forward to Penn State being back. That'd be good. I think college basketball, they're gonna play all their games in the bubble too in Orlando. Um, which would be nice. Hopefully, you get kids rolling, you know, get sports rolling. Man, it's awesome. All the sports are back. I'm loving it. It's a great time. We're slowly getting back to normal. 
Oh, I just oh man, I'm looking at ESPN right now. I'm looking at college football stuff. Just saw a headline: Penn State reports 50 positive COVID-19 tests among athletes. Ooh, this happened on the 16th, so a couple of days ago. All right. Yikes. Is COVID actually real, guys? That's another thing. People are saying it's a conspiracy. It's obviously real, but uh, I'm talking about random stuff now. Well, this was a good episode. Good solo shot episode. Episode 15 in the books. Um, looking forward to episode 100 one day. That's, that's like Gabby's coming on. Episode 100. Can't wait for that. So, guys, let me know if you guys want any guests, certain guests on. Just hit me up. Hit, like, hit the show and like hit the DMs, you know, the show or me, you know, whoever. Just come shoot the shit with me. Talk some sports. Got my Celtic sweatshirt on. Let's go. Yeah. All right, guys. Appreciate you all for listening. Like, like really means a lot. I don't know if anyone's really listening, but appreciate you. If you are, guys, go follow the show at DN5PORT5 on Twitter, Double Nickel Sports on Instagram. Read the blog. Find that on uh, my Twitter bio. Uh, there's also my link. To, I post to every podcast where you can find. You can go to everything, Double Nickel Sports, the Facebook page. Um, the YouTube channel, the blog, the podcasts, everything. So, yeah, follow me at John Hom 55 Instagram, Twitter, you know the deal. But until next time, guys, I don't think I'll do it on Thursday. I, I'm pretty busy. I'm pretty busy Thursday, and I'm going to California for the weekend. Spend time with my lady. Gonna go watch the Steelers, probably Buffalo Wild Wings, get some food. Oh, can't wait. I'm excited. But you guys be good out there. Yeah. Love y'all and peace. See y'all next time. Taylor about the fucking flex. She blow the whistle at halftime. I'm on the edge like a half pipe. Keep my heart cold on my reptile. Don't want no smoke, I projectiles. Look what you did, boy, you knelt now. Had a wipe, I'm off a shelf now. Stay quiet, I'm running for prayers. I don't got time for no stress. She blow the whistle at halftime. I'm on the edge like a half pipe. Keep my heart cold on my reptile. No smoke at projectiles. Look what you did, boy, you know now. Had to wipe them off a shelf now. Stay quiet, I'm running for prayers. I don't got time for no stress. You got some demons, but I see your wings. Stay true to yourself, ain't nobody between. And I see your fears, a couple of flaws, but you don't let shit get in front of your dream. When I first met you, I wanted your dreams. Now, nigga, hello when you pull my string. Love when you cook, girl, you doing your thing. I ain't pass up, girl, I'm bringing a place. Should've sent you a text that I already ate, and I ain't that fool. But I'd rather eat you than a little bit of food. This ain't no stunt, girl, I'm really this cool. This ain't no hunt, girl, I could get food, but but I'm stuck on a little tattoo. When you got a heart that I see made of diamonds, take you on the Odyssey to the island. Just look at your body, yeah, you need an island I was so young, was dreaming of designer Now I'm just trying to get it for my mama I don't want any checks without a comma I don't want any acts of my persona Cause I am not a nigga to be copied I am not a nigga down with the way They ain't had to give me nothing to say She blow the whistle at halftime I'm on the edge like a half pipe Keep my heart cold on my reptile Don't want no smoke, got projectiles Look what you did, boy, you know now Had to wipe them off a shelf now Stay quiet, I'm running for prayers I don't got time for no stress She blow the whistle, I have time I'm on-
on the ass like a half pipe. Keep on a coat, I'm a reptile. Don't wanna smoke, I projectiles. Look what you did, but you know now. Had to wipe them off a shelf now. Stay quiet, I'm running for press. I don't got time for no stress. I got a strike on the referee. I told her get hit, she get near to me. I'm cooking it up, know the recipe. I can't let these niggas get next to me now. Open up all I've ever said to me. I kill a pussy, that's a felony. If he ain't talking to chat to me, I don't understand what they said to me now. If he gon' stress me out, then let me out. I don't go on the side, cause the feds be out. Driving real fast when the feds be out. I can't play with you, I don't mess around. Shotty pass the quiz, time to test it now. Bust down bad, but I'm better now. Look at you, nigga, you nailed now. Never gave a fuck how you fell, nah. She ready to switch, she blowing that whistle. I kiss from the top, all the way to the middle. We finna take off, yeah, just like a missile. We catching big flights, not feeling you little. And my heart is colder than ice. Turning her up like Alpine She said that she wanna be mine I'm blowing the whistle half time She blow the whistle at half time I'm on the edge like a half pipe Keep my heart cold, I'm a reptile Don't wanna smoke, I projectiles Look what you did, but you know now Had to wipe them off a shelf now Stay quiet, I'm running for press I don't got time for no stress She blow the whistle at half time I'm on the edge like a half pipe Keep my heart cold, I'm a reptile no smoke at projectiles. Look what you did, but you know now. Had to wipe them off a shelf now. Stay quiet, I'm running for press. I don't got time for no stress.